Welcome to Her, Healthy, Empowered Relationships. I'm Barry Price. Everyone has stressful times in their life, but what is the impact of stress on our dating and relationships? Well, when you are not at your best because you're under stress, you can be more irritable, less patient. You can be more negative thinking and pessimistic. Your fears and insecurities can come up more. You could get less sleep, be less healthy, start to imbalance things that you really need in your life and do less of what you really need because of the stress that you're under. The end result is a less ideal best version of you. If you're single and attempting to date, it can result in things like you not feeling your best or looking your best, not wanting to go out and meet anybody. Or if you go on a date, it can be more self-consciousness or more of your anxiety coming up during the date or after or between the dates. That can bring up old patterns, fears and issues, old insecurities. It can make you start to subconsciously sabotage by worrying more about whether this person will or won't get back to you. Are they losing interest in me? It can make you try to take control of the process and look for guarantees. When will you see me next? What are we? When are we going to move in together? It can make you be at a less than ideal place in how you interact with yourself and the other person. In a couple, it's obviously going to create more conflict. And it can also be something that both people are going through individually at the same time. What stresses one partner out generally is affecting both, but sometimes it's just affecting one. Perhaps a family member of one partner is ill or one partner is having stress at work. When there is stress in one partner in a couple, it's so important that that partner feels like they get support, understanding and empathy in the relationship. However, as you endure stress, it can also again, affect you in the same way as a single person. It can make you not sleep well, not eat well, not take good care of yourself, start skipping doing the things that feed you because you're making a case that whatever's causing the stress also means you don't have time to take care of yourself. You don't have time to do your journaling or meditation or go to the uh, intellectual meetings you used to to feed your mind with culture, whatever the things are that start to get in the way of you being fed and getting your needs met. Fear about things like money, time, any kind of stress can lead to increased conflict. If both partners are going through it, they still may have different reactions to how they handle stress. So there are a few important things to avoid this being something that creates separation if you're in a couple or isolation if you're single. The first is we have to acknowledge to ourselves that we're experiencing stress. So often we try to stay calm and keep a stiff upper lip, right? Act as if, be tough, march up that hill, just be strong. Quite often that's the adaptive armor we had to put on earlier in life as survivors, but it doesn't serve us in dealing with stress because when we won't acknowledge that we're feeling stress, we're not going to do anything about it. Imagine having a fire in your living room that you were insistent wasn't happening. You didn't want to acknowledge it. There's no fire. Well, what's going to happen? That fire is going to spread and burn your house down. It begins with acknowledging and admitting to ourselves first. Even if we don't feel ready to admit it to anyone else, 
I am experiencing a high level of stress or I'm feeling stressed out. Once you acknowledge it, there are things that you can do in the moment and also things that you can do longer term to make sure that you get back to where you are uh, a you that has something to give and share and is attractive to meeting people and going on dates and starting new relationships. That you can get back to being the best you where things go smoothly and you have extra love to share with a partner instead of irritability and fear. So the first thing is, in any moment where you're triggered, you can use that emotional regulation technique. You can listen to that in one of the earlier episodes, but emotional regulation technique is a thing that gets our physiology to calm down out of feeling reactive, out of fear, out of anger, out of any of the things that stress tends to cause. And it's as simple as first saying the feeling, I'm feeling stressed out. Then doing something to physiologically calm your nervous system. Deep breathing, going for a walk, yoga, putting your hands on your heart, getting a massage, being hugged. Get out of that heightened nervous system state where you feel so stressed that your nerves are on edge. And then re-examine the reason you're stressed out and what you can do about it. This actually has a lot to do with the long-term solution as well, which is what is it I'm trying to control that I don't have control over? What do I need to accept? What do I have control over and what can I do about it? What actions can I take about the actual stressful situation? Taking action almost always reduces fear. Finally, look at the things that you do need to help deal with stress that are healthy, not addictions and things like that that are unhealthy. But look at the ways you could have an outlet for stress that are imbalanced at the moment in this stressful time? Have you stopped exercising? Have you stopped reading a book at night before you go to sleep because it relaxed you? What are you not doing to meet your needs that you have to start doing again, even if it's in a little way? The truth is we're all going to have ups and downs in stressful times. It's how we handle them that will determine whether we're still healthy and empowered enough to start a healthy, empowered relationship, or to maintain the one we have. Much love. Please rate, subscribe, and share.